Hey, this is Mike Malatesta from Ownership Coaching. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my very good friend and hopefully better friend down the road, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're episode 335 with my fellow colleague, coach, and good friend, Mike Malatesta. He's the author of Ownership, and he's also just a rock star coach. His story is phenomenal. Um, just real quick, you know, he's built companies up, sold them for a lot of commas and the amount of the, of the money he sold them for, and he's really turned his attention to really helping entrepreneurs get unstuck. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you're struggling, or you're even thinking about starting a company, you really want to listen to this uh, interview I did with Mike and break out your digital notepad or your, just a regular pen and paper because he dropped some serious knowledge nuggets. I have pages on pages of notes in the 30 minutes that I spoke with him, and I know you'll find value in it too. So without further ado, here is the author of Ownership, Rockstar Coach, Mike Malatesta. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I got my Midwestern folk here. My feel the the friendly face of Mike Malatesta, and uh, Mike has a pretty stellar you know resume, if you want to call it. He's you know he's an entrepreneur helped start, grow, and sell two amazingly successful waste management companies. Uh, one sold for mid-eight figures, and the other sold for low nine figures. Uh, he is the fantastic guy, or a host of the How to Happen podcast. I believe he has like 310 episodes out there, and it's just a it's a fun listen. So many knowledge nuggets that are dropped on in there. Um, he has a book out called Ownership. That's the name of his coaching company as well. Um, we're going to dig into the book a little bit later as well. Um, and Mike is just, you know, a fantastic uh, individual. Um, in the book, it's a, 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 kind of like a philosophical memoir, uh, revealing a lot of the secrets that's helped him level up, get unstuck, um, and, and get through life. And Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? My favorite color is blue. Uh, for two reasons. One, the sky is blue. At least it appears <laughs> to be blue to us. And right. second, I'm told that it uh, complements my skin tone better than ah, other colors. It's in your color wheel, my hands. My color friend. wheel, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm looking at this thing. It's a huge saltwater thing called the Atlantic Ocean. It's nice and blue. It's my favorite yeah. color too. Nice. I love it, brother. I love it. So let's get into, I, I want to hear a little bit about these companies that you kind of helped sell. And that, that's some big numbers that you put together there for the waste management companies. I'd love to start there and then move into, you know, you're building uh, your coaching company. Sure, sure. So um, yeah, I started driving a garbage truck, Scott, when I was in college in my junior year. Wow. And um, you know why? I don't know. I just loved trucks from the time I was uh, like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And, and I thought that would be cool to drive a garbage truck. And so I applied at a bunch of places and I was 20 or yeah, 19 or 20. So most of them didn't hire me because I wasn't 21, but one took it, took a chance on me. It was called a service company in Philadelphia where I grew up. And, uh, I started driving and, you know, it was like a real like job, you know, like I was working with people who this was their career. And I thought after a while, I thought to myself, this is pretty cool. I like the people here. The, the mission is good. You know, the work is interesting. I, a lot Hard of work. Might, 
yeah, it's hard work. It's interesting work. And um, that got me into the waste business. And then when I graduated from college, I got a job with a big company. In fact, um, my first job was just outside of Detroit. And uh, hmm. I lived in I lived in Westland. Oh yeah, Westland. Westland. We might have lived there at the same time. You remember hmm. what years this was? Uh, this yeah, this was nineteen eighty seven. Okay, uh, so eighty seven, eighty eight. I grew I up lived. in Plymouth, so you know where Westland. Oh okay, yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. so so I started there and then ultimately I moved around a few times with that company. Brought me to uh, Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin, um, eventually, and I was doing great. And then, or I thought I was, and then. Um, my boss called me up one day. It was actually St. Patrick's Day, 1992, and asked if he could come up and see me um, that afternoon. I said, sure. He was in Chicago. He came up and he fired me. Ooh. And so um, I'd been in, wow. in the Milwaukee area for about 15 months. Okay. Freshly married just before I moved here and just had no idea what to do. And ultimately, um, through some, through some just really weird connections. I ended up starting, um, uh, a waste business, but not a trash company. It was a, it was like a liquid waste or wastewater business. And we okay. basically dealt with factories with my pal, uh, Butch Weiss, who's passed away. And, um, that was sort of the beginning. And then we, you know, we're very fortunate, grew that company over, had that for 22 years, grew that company, uh, to be a regional, um, uh, company throughout the upper Midwest and just had you know, just dynamic, great people around, around me that, you know, helped us pull off something I couldn't have pulled off myself, Scott. And then we sold that business to a big uh, publicly traded company in 2015. And, and then a few years later, I started a, a similar business with a private equity partner this time. And um, we bought some companies, merged them together, and then, you know, started to improve them, professionalize them. And, and we just got super lucky, um, about three years into that, there was just, and still today, there's a real wave of particularly private equity investing sure. in, uh, sustainable companies, you know, yeah. recurring revenue, sustainable, uh, focus. And we just fit right into that wheelhouse. And, uh, we ended up having an opportunity to sell the company after three years for a really, really nice financial return. Nice. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's what kind of got me to close to today. That was about mm -hmm. a year ago. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah. how do we run it roll into the, the the coaching? I love that you have shift in the name yeah. because a lot of people say pivot now. Uh -huh. And I, I grew up with yeah, you know, I guess we can call it shivit these days, but you know, I mean it's like shift is kind of my jam. Like I kind of grew up, I had to shift quite a bit being in the real yeah. estate world and even in coaching for the last nine years, you know, with uh with having to shift and, and, and understand people's, you know, people's needs. So yeah. like, how, I, how, how do we get into coaching? So I'm so glad you brought that up first. Can I just spend a little time on shift? Sure. Um, because I, I agree with you. So like the reason I think shift is the right word in most cases is because, um, you, normally like I think of a pivot as something that goes around in a circle mm. or, you know, you always have one foot planted when you're pivoting, right? Like in mm. sports or something, you have one foot planted. But uh, oftentimes in business and as entrepreneurs, we need to move a little bit. And what I love, and, and that's not a pivot, that's a shift. And what I love about shift, and when you look at the, the book cover, like the shift is, is, you know, italicized sort of 
sure. almost to almost to 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 sort of give you the impression of movement, but not always volunteer movement. Sometimes you have to shift and you have to be pulled, you know, in the direction in a new direction because your mind doesn't want to move, but you have to move for the business. That's why I love shift um, love over it. pivot. And the 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 coaching business, uh, which I call ownership coaching after mm -hmm. after the book, I call it that because it came from the book, Scott. I I wrote this book, put it out in the world, and people started to um, contact me and ask me if I would if I did coaching, and I hadn't done coaching, and I mm -hmm. never thought about doing coaching. Right. <clears throat> wow. And it's it was just a really organic, strategic byproduct of having written the book and, and people seeing, you know, what some of my experiences were, how I've shifted over or how I shifted over the course of, you know, my career to, um, improve myself and to get out of what I call valleys of uncertainty, this sort of deep valleys right. that we drop ourselves into. And, and that's where it came from. Nice. Nice. And with, with coaching, are you, are you more of a one-on-one -on -one coach or a group coach? Yeah, at the, at the time I'm a one-on-one -on -one coach, so okay. I, I I I like to cater to entrepreneurs or CEOs. They they have mm -hmm. to have the autonomy to to change, not just the desire, but they have to have the autonomy, the 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 power, I guess, to change. So okay. I like to focus on those. And to me, I start with them, and if it goes into the business where they need help with that, fine. But I like to start with the person, make sure they know where they're going, make sure I understand what their goals are, sure, and then get them on a path to it, to making that future, uh, real, whatever future they want. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And then I'll dig it, in from there. It, are you a consultant too? Are you a coach? Or are you a coach sultant or like what, uh, like I I'm a straight coach. I mean, yeah. I believe that somebody is, has the, the has their problem or issue or whatnot is inside them and the solutions there too. And yes. like a good, you know, coach can bring out like a, a Tom Brady or a Brett Favre or whatnot. Right can bring that out with powerful questioning. Um, yeah. Which one are you more? I'm a coach. Coach, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So what then do you feel, uh, Mike, makes a great coach? Well, <clears throat> I think there's a few things. One, uh, for me and what I like to do, having lived in an entrepreneur's shoes for almost all of my working career, sure. I feel like um, I uh, you know, walk the walk and I talk the talk. Mm -hmm. I've experienced a lot of things, um, a lot of good things and a lot of, you know, maybe not, not so good things. And I've been able with, uh, other assistants, you know, to figure out how to move, how to, you know, how to capitalize on the good and how to move forward to improve the not, the not so good. Sure. Um, and so that, that, um, uh, you know, I think, I think separates me from a lot of other, uh, you know, coaches and, mm -hmm. and, and I don't mean separate me as better or whatever. It just sure. separates me. Like I've, I've, and, and, and I tell you what, I, I've made 20 some acquisitions in my career. And so I, I really am dialed into the mindset, uh, that entrepreneurs have around mm -hmm. not just the work and not just the pressures of the work and all that mm -hmm. but the value creation okay of the business and beautiful that's what i try to provided that's what they want that's what i would try to unlock i want to sure what makes know. a great coach then? well i think 
the biggest thing that besides the experience, I think the biggest thing that makes the, the makes a great coach is uh, asking great questions and then go. shutting up and listening. Um, <laughs> you know, I, um, yeah. I think I might've heard you say this on one of your episodes, but I, but, but if not, I think you, you would agree with it. You know, oftentimes we know what we want. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how to talk ourselves into exactly getting what we want. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I am not the guy that's going to come in and go do this, do that, do this, do that. That's a consultant. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to ask the right questions. And, you know, yeah. for so long in my career, I thought it was more important to know the, know the answers than it was to ask the questions. Exactly, and, man. Yeah. 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 It's funny. It's like, even with my clients, we don't do affirmations. We do powerful questions. Meaning mm-hmm. like we set them up because our brains are wired to problem solve. Right. So, yeah. you know, we, instead of doing any kind of affirmations, we have questions and then the more powerful you ask the question, the more your brain's going to work to solve that. And somebody, I believe, you may agree with me or not, but I believe that when somebody comes up with their own solution, they're more apt to just go after it, man. You know, if I give them what I feel is a solution and they mess up, you're like, Fergie, you suck. You told me this. But yeah. if they're telling it themselves, absolutely. So, Mike, it, when maybe you're in a discovery session with a someone that you're making sure you're the right horse for the course, you know, for their coaching. Um, is there any of the secret sauce that you, maybe you could share with the squad of listeners out there that maybe you help them find their initial blind spot that you're going to go after? Well, if it's secret sauce or not, because I, it, to me, it's just about like, first off that first conversation, I want to understand where they are and where they're feeling on like the relative happy stage about where they are. Um, and I also want to get to is who I'm seeing right now and who everybody else is seeing. Is that really you or is that someone that you think you need to be in order to be perceived the way you think you need to be perceived? And then after that, I want to get to, I want to take them to a point into the future, Scott, where, um, uh, and I want, and I want to you know, ask them if, if, you know, if we were there right now, what would it look like? Mm. So whether that's three years from now, five years from now, whatever, yeah. what would it look like? What do you want it to look like? And how is that different from right now? And then we start building. Yeah. They reverse engineer it in a sense, you know, just yeah. bring them back and, and get them going. So during maybe the, uh, the discovery period with, with a potential coaching client, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? Uh, you know, um, Yeah. I think um I've never been asked that question before so it's taken me a little while to No, you're fine. That's so why it's time to shine that. today. I, yeah. I You know um yeah, uh, so most people look at my resume or whatever and and as I come in to to coaching engagement with them and they they like in their mind they're kind of like if you know if if this guy can teach me what or help me achieve what he achieved, that would be a success, but they never really dig into the, like the, process. like the, yeah, the process or the why that I <laughs> yeah, went through. Exactly. Why, why did I go through it? Yeah. So I'd yeah. say that's probably, you know, one thing that's maybe, maybe would be a good question to explore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love when I'm asked my lineage, 
of coaching a little bit just because I'm a sports nut, you know, yeah. and like you have like your your coaches and their coaching trees and whatnot, lineage. And then also where do you see me um, and, and, and do you have a blueprint to go? Because I'm not cookie cutter, man, like yourself as well. Like I take them down their path and, you know, we unpack a ton of stuff. And I, it's funny, you and I are like brothers from different mothers um, with regards to, you know, beginning with the end in mind in a sense, you know, throw a little Stephen Covey out there, you know, where we're, you know, seeing where they're going and then just plan and plot and game plan for, yeah. for the route there. But, and you that. said, you said something that I, I think is so important to re reinforce. Mm -hmm. um, you said earlier, like it, it works better if it's their idea. And mm, I think that's huge. universal, not just in coaching, but in life Anything. with employees or anybody, right? Yeah. If it's my goal, it's not, it's, it's not important to them. Right. Or it even has, if it's my goal for you. That's what I client. mean. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> right it's not, right. it's not as important. Yeah. And if it's your idea or, or you're led to, um, you know, be able to take credit for the idea. That mm -hmm. is the most wonderful thing because you'll work, you'll work hard for your own ideas. That's it, man. That's one thing I was taught years ago, even by, I had had coaches since 1998 when I got out of the military as I, I hired a coach and it, she was super cheap or whatnot. Now she's a rock star. You see her on the cover of books and everything now, but she really set the tone where I, it was, everything was my idea. Everything was my invention. It was mm. just, she helped facilitate it, you know, with the, with the questions that she asked. I love that. I love it. So what do you, what are your strengths? Then I think I know you're going to answer this, but what are your strengths as a coach? Uh, well, <laughs> I like to think that my strengths are, um, being able to ask the right questions, being able sure. to listen to the answers carefully, being able to hear inside of those answers, what might not really be the answer, uh, coming back with a question to clarify that or mm. perhaps challenge it. That's awesome. Dude, right. Um, there. Yeah. I think that's one of my main, one of my main strengths. And I guess the other is just the, just, just that I've lived it for so long and I've mm -hmm. been on, you know, both sides of the, 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 the table, um, you know, not, so not just an entrepreneur in my own business, but as an investor in other businesses, as an acquirer of, of other businesses, I just feel like that, um, you know, I just have a window into this, I won't say the soul, but the yeah. kind of like the soul of right. entrepreneurs. And, and I've, and I, and, and I went through my own discovery. Like I went through my own, and hmm. you can, you know, you can read about it in the book where sure. I, I was, deep into being an entrepreneur, but I was not getting what I wanted out of it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting what I wanted out of it. And that's, right. that's like what you're there for to get what you want right. out of it. Um, yeah. but so often after we get started, we forget what we want. It, it just yeah. takes over and then it just becomes what it is instead of what we want. True. True. What, what you find that? What weaknesses do you feel that you have as a coach up to this time of your, your experience? I think, uh, the amount of time that I've actually been coaching is okay. Some Fair enough. Might, That's all that transparent, a man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Some people might see that as a weakness, but I feel like you ever, you ever hear that, um, 
that story about Picasso, you know, drawing the picture for a woman at a cafe. <laughs> it took um, me years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's he, he, he wanted, he charged her a million bucks. This yeah. story goes for taking yeah. 10, 10 minutes to draw the picture. And she goes, so that, you know, it only took you 10 minutes. He goes, no, it took me 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I sort of, I sort of subscribe to, to that. Yeah. But you've lived the life and uh, you've built successful businesses, which helps like myself. I mean, I still own over a hundred properties, you know, real estate investments, mm. you know, and, and I built that up. Um, so that's why I'm not a consultant. Like I, I, I'm blessed to uh, coach a couple of major league baseball players, a billionaire, you know, a very high work net worth individuals. And they'll come at me with questions. I'm like, you know what? I've never been in a slump in my life going up to the plate. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, okay. and, uh, you know, gentlemen, I'm like, you've, forgot more about business than I'll probably ever know, even though I have a little taste of it with, with regards to real estate investing, but I just know that the steps that are there to, to help them get to places. That's awesome. So Mike, have you seen the movie back to the future? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Let's yeah. get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the double deuce, the 22 year old Mike, what knowledge nuggets might you drop on him? Not so much to change stuff, but maybe to shorten a learning curve, blast through and level up maybe just a little bit quicker. Yeah, I I, I mentioned it earlier. Like my, when I was that age, there were two things that that were very important to me. One, mm -hmm. uh, I I had to know the answer, mm -hmm. and two, if I didn't know the answer, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wasn't one of those persons who would BS their, their way through it, but I would be, I would be totally embarrassed by the fact that I didn't know something, Scott. And that, you know, I thought that was a strength at the mm. time, but now, right. I've, but now of course I, I understand what a weakness that was. Like, yeah. Nobody yeah. expected yeah. that of me and yeah. except, except me. Yeah. And, and I, I, and I think I would have made progress faster and I would have been better if I had learned and understood that a lot earlier. It's, a, it's okay to get your asking here. Ask, man. Ask. Yeah, if you ask. don't know, freaking ask, man. Correct. I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I love it. So, Mike, how do you want your dash remembered? Then? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and death date. Hopefully it's way down the road. How do you want Mike's dash remembered? How do I want my dash remembered? Well, um, like to me, it's just about, like I, for one thing, I don't, I'm not, I don't subscribe to legacy. Mm -hmm. um, I think people often spend a lot of time thinking about legacy at the, at the, at the, at the detriment of actually doing something meaningful all, sure. all the time. But I think, um, you know, for me, I'm, I, I'm about, I mean, really, I'm just about being kind to people and helping them. <laughs> I the love it, I man. Can. That, that's, that's that's enough said man you know so what do you think people misunderstand the most about you uh i'm a quiet person scott and mm -hmm. i think that sometimes and i'm thoughtful like and i don't mean that in like a philosophical way i'm not no. but i i'm i it takes me some time to process things sometimes sure um because i'm considering them and sometimes people mistake that for um me being uh, like aloof. Uh, yeah. Or angry. Um, okay. and it's just simply not the case, but I have to really be aware of that because people, most people expect, expect 
uh, you, you know, uh, an immediate reaction to something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to process that before um, I have a, a, a reaction. I think it's helpful to me overall because like, I see a lot of people make mistakes by responding too quickly to things. Or they'll say something that they regret or whatever, and that I really call that reacting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm I'm number one at that, man. In my younger years, I was that douchebag. So okay. absolutely, bro. Yeah. So yeah. I try to I try not to be a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Like my my mentor, you know, my coach should be like, listen, man. One thing I admire about you, just in our 25 minutes of discussion so far, or 20 minutes of discussion, is that you have awesome pauses. You know, that makes that to me makes a great coach because you are internalizing it on the fly. But you're you're very per, like, I'm not going to say perfect, but you're you you are thinking it out and responding instead of reacting. Because I've tried to get you a couple of times this interview to react because I've I've listened to you before, you know, and I'm like, yeah, this guy is unflappable, which is a strength, bro. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I, I admire it a ton. Uh, and, and I know that will make you a solid coach. So, Mike, well, thank you. What is your definition of a life well lived? Well, ultimately, a life well lived is one that you can live with options instead of obligations. <laughs> Dude, I'm list, live with options, not obligations. That's solid. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that that's man, that that that's amazing. Dude, that's I've never heard anyone say that before. You know, I've heard other people like, oh, the freedom to do what I want, when I want, where I want. But they say live with options, not obligations. Because you and me both know, you know, money is, it's nice, but it really just gives you options. That's you right. know, of what and you, do, what with you do with it. Yeah. Right. Dude, Mike, that's mind blowing, bro. Sorry if I'm kissing up to you a lot, but dude, that, that's <laughs> legit, bro. That is, that is solid. So time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad. We are back. And Mike, we're going to hook up one time because I speak in Chicago quite a bit. And it's not that far from you. Okay. You know, maybe you can come down and we and, and let me buy you some dinner or something, man. And we can, you know, talk over these questions, probably 15, 20 minutes on each one. But in our leveling up lightning round, you got five seconds with no explanation. So they can all be answered that way. Okay. So you, you ready to level up? I'm ready to level up. Let's do this. Mike, what's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Do it. I love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I wake up around the same time every day. Beautiful. So you see me walking down the street. You're like, Fergie, man, he looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. So other than ownership, what book might you hand me to level me up? I'm a big think and grow rich person. Ah, Napoleon. I love it. Have you read, I'm I'm breaking my role here, but have you read Three Feet from Gold? I have. Yeah, it's a fun one, too. It's a business parable. I like yeah. it. I love it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's your most commonly commonly, emo- commonly used emoji when you text? I'm weak on emoji. I use, uh, like, the colon and the, and the happy <laughs> Dude, face. hell yeah. I am, I am old school on that. So love I it. search for emojis. Often. Love it. So I, I know around about your age here. So do not lie to me on this, okay? Oh, okay. If you could stay one age for the rest of your life physically, physically, Keep the knowledge you've garnered and continue to gain wisdom. What age physically would you stay for the rest of your life? What age would I stay physically? I'd say I would stay 50. 50? Well, how old are you? I'm 56. Oh, wow. You look amazing. I'm 50, so we're we're close. 
We're close. Uh, nicknames growing up? Mallow when I was uh, 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 in high school and then Mal when I was in college. Love it. Those are the only two I know. Love it. Chess checkers or Monopoly? Probably checkers because it's fastest. I know, right? Me too, bro. <laughs> ice, uh, go-to ice cream flavor. Uh, I like, I like vanilla. No, me yeah. too, brother. Me too. There's a, there's a sandwich called the mallow. Yeah. Build that sandwich for me. Yeah. Okay. Turkey, roast beef, uh, tomato, uh, cheese, whatever kind of cheese you want. And then I would, um, do that on a, uh, toasted like rye cut in half. My guy. Awesome. I love it. Meat eater. Beautiful. Favorite charity and organization you'd like to give your time or money to? Ooh, there's a bunch of those. Um, the uh, Axe Housing. Okay, beautiful. What is that? I'll break a rule again. Axe Housing is a, a it's a, it's a uh, Wisconsin group that okay. helps uh, people get out of renting homes and into buying them. Oh, beautiful. Thank you for doing that. Last question. You can elaborate a little bit on this one, but what is the best decade of music? 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Um, 80s for sure. Me too, bro. Uh, <laughs> what did you graduate? 84, 85-ish? Uh, high school, 83. 83, okay. My my yeah. lady is 57. She just graduated. She, she graduated in 83. I was 90. Okay. So like, but the 80s oh. was the big hair, don't care. You know, you had the invasion from U2 and Duran Duran. You had Michael, Prince, Madonna. It, like, yeah, it was... but you also had ACDC. Yes. And, and you had uh, Guns N' Roses. E&R, and had... baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you I had mean... the, I loved Warrant. I loved Winger. <laughs> I yeah, love all yeah, yeah. of those bands, dude. Like uh, the, the 80s was it for me. So, Mike, how can we find you, my friend? It's easy. MikeMalatesta.com. That's M-A-L-A-T-E-S-T-A.com. Uh, everything that I do, my podcast, my book, my coaching uh, about me, whatever is right right there. And you can just check me out and connect with me if you want. And Beautiful. And Mike, tell us about ownership the the catalyst really to your coaching uh world but like you know they, they got you a lot of people to come to you but tell us about ownership yeah well it's really all in the subtitle which is how getting selfish got me unstuck Love and that sound you know selfish is this sort of horrible word it's horrible because of the connotations that have been put to it and it's horrible because some people um it, it, you know get called selfish when they're really something else like narcissistic or yes. Like, Thank you, Mike. Um, but that, you know, when I say getting selfish, it's all about what I've been talking about, you know, particularly yeah. from an entrepreneur's standpoint or yeah. anybody in life. If you don't know what you want, the likelihood that you are going to get there is, you know, no. a lot lower. It's no, a lot lower. It's a lot lower. Yeah. Um, but when you do know what you want, then you start to structure your time and your habits and your activities and your relationships and all of those things to help you get it. Yep. Um, but um, so many of us, you know, we, we, we start a company, we get five years into it and we're doing all this stuff that we never thought we would have to do and don't like <laughs> doing. And everybody comes before us which is what you're taught in like servant leadership and stuff, yeah. right? Everybody goes, I yeah. think that's all wrong. Unless yeah. I know where I want to be, unless I'm selfish about that, I can't help anybody. Yeah, dude. 
I mean, even Webster's, the old Webster's dictionary did not put selfish as a bad word. Yeah. You know, it's a, like you said, a connotation of narcissism, jackassism, whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, it's what it's what this world has put on. But you're right. I mean, another cliche, you know, is like you put your mask on in an airplane oxygen mask before you help other people. Sure. Yeah, like yeah. If you ain't ready to rock, how can you help? Especially as a coach, too, brother. If you're not on point and have I'm not going to say balance because balance is zero, but harmony in the pillars of your life, you know, and I and I like in harmony to like a jazz band, you know, where like the drums are my personal life, the guitar is my financial life, you know, the horns are my friendships and whatnot. And if one of them is out of tune, right, you need to do some selfish work on those to bring them into tune so you can play some right. good music, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't believe in balance. Balance is zero to me, Yeah, you know? Um, but no, well, I, I it's like balance it. is like, if you want to focus on balance the whole time, it's like focusing on only doing what you love. Well, you'll never know what balance is. Um, and you'll never know what you love. Right. Right. Those things just don't knock on the door yeah. and come present themselves. You love it. Love it. And, and squad, I am going to do a good book giveaway on time to shine today's dime. Um, the first person who says level up shift, level up shift in any of uh pinterest i don't care if it's pinterest i don't care if it's instagram i don't care anyone the first one puts that i'm gonna get a signed copy out out to you mike if you don't mind just signing it and taking care of the postage or just i'll venmo you the postage you know but i'll purchase the book yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you just it mail it out sure. to a lucky listener oh, uh that would be fantastic and if you know what right now the price on it to me is grossly underpriced on amazon um you can pick it up for hardcover and kindle under seven dollars right now people so get out there and get it purchased. I'm going to buy my digital copy. Actually, I'm just going to do it right now. I'm going to hit it. Yeah, buy it Audible. One click. I, 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 that was a fun so, experience reading the books. So. Yeah. So I got that. And um, and do me a favor, Mike, and leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize, and take action. Well, um, this is this is stolen from or borrowed from Dan Sullivan, who's the um, the founder of a program called Strategic Coach, and it is always make your future bigger than your past. Always, yeah, yeah. We we all regurgitate, you yeah. know. <laughs> so you know, the book that I'm writing right now, I have a business parable that's done. It's an editing right now, um, which I was helped by some big parable writers, which I'm blessed with that. But the another book that I have is called Regurgitate, and you'll be in the chapter, Mike. So get ready to sign a release on that. So what all I right. do is I take them. And because, I mean, if you look at Tony Robbins, right, I've been blessed to open up for him a couple times on stage, blah, blah, blah. But he regurgitates Jim Rohn. Jim mm -hmm. Rohn regurgitates Earl Nightingale. Earl yeah, Nightingale, yeah, yep, yep. Wallace Wiles, all the way back to Seneca, you know. So I, I love I love that you said something that someone else said. Gave him the credit for where you heard it. But I guarantee he heard it somewhere, you know, yeah. in, in, as well. And squad, we just had a really fun, the king of the paws. And then I say that with all affection and, and just awesomeness with my good friend, Mike here, you know, you know, he, he got started in waste management. It's hard, interesting, honest work that's out there. People take it for granted, but if those people weren't around it, it, it this world would be absolutely trash, <laughs> you know, no pun intended, but he took that work ethic, surrounded himself with the the right people. And he, you know, was able to make some solid money on down the road. You know, he reminds us, I love it that him and I agree that it's about shifting and not pivoting. If Michael Jordan had the ball in his hand, he can't fly pivoting. 
He's got a, and he can't only, he can't double dribble. He can't do anything, but if he's shifting and getting around and dunking the ball, that's where me and Mike see eye to eye on that. And I love that. Yeah. You know, you have to have an autonomy to change, not just desire. You know, you, I, I talk in podcast squad about, you know, you, you want, you might have discipline, but if you don't have devotion, you ain't going to make it. So you can have all the discipline in the world. You got to be devoted to what you want to level up on. You know, and a good coach will find that happy stage, help you find a happy stage while being authentic, listening. My good friend Mike listens with all his senses, not just his ears. I call it neck listening. Even while we were, I was asking questions on here. If you're watching on video, he leaned in with his neck to really get it paused and then did not react to a question. He responded. You know, I just love that about him. You know, he reminds us that, you know, if you're stuck on something, don't try to ego out of it. Don't try to play dumb. Don't try to fake it till you make it. Get your asking gear. Like my good friend, Laura Woodford, Leah Woodford passed down to me. Get your asking gear. You know, do stuff scared. Do it scared. But if you don't know, get your asking gear. You know, legacy's not super paramount to my good friend, Mike here. You know, he's he wants to be remembered more as someone that's kind of slid across home plate, bumped and bruised, but also was very kind and helping. I mean, Mike won't. Uh, brag about this, but I really think that he's planting trees that he's never going to sit in the shade of. That's the way that Mike is. Not an ego guy. I love, love this interview, man. You know, so Mike, you level up your health. You level up your wealth. You've earned your varsity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. You're humble, yet you're hungry. I can't wait to collaborate with you in the future, man. I absolutely love your guts. Scott, thank you so much for having me on here and for asking me some great questions and for listening as well. It was really, really fun. And I love you bet, what you're brother. doing. Awesome, man. We'll chat soon, my friend. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.